Clark and we are going to be exploring yet another cobwebby corner of jazz recorded history today. I'm going to focus in on two albums that came out in the mid-1970s that were important to me when I was a kid. They were some of my first experiences with Dixieland Jazz, which, uh, as it turned out, I liked very much. These were both recorded for Flying Dutchman, which was a label that existed for not too many years in the early to mid-70s. It was run by a fellow named Bob Thiel, who uh, had, uh, had a hand in making jazz records since the 1940s with his signature label. He was the founder of that, and on uh, past podcasts we've heard lots of recordings from Signature. We'll hear more coming up. But by the 1970s, he was managing uh, the career of singer Teresa Brewer, who makes an appearance on some of these recordings. Uh, he also uh, was a very good friend of Bobby Hackett, the great cornet player, trumpet player, who was uh, at the end of his life at this point. He died in 1976, and these albums were made, I'm not exactly sure when the recording dates were, I believe it was in 74, 75, so they are at the very end of Hackett's life, and uh, not quite the last albums he did. He did some other ones, including uh, another one on Flying Dutchman that we'll touch on at some other point. So these two albums are called uh, Bob Thiel and his New Happy Times Orchestra, The Twenties Score Again, and Bobby Hackett, What a Wonderful World, with special guest Teresa Brewer. And we're going to be listening to a selection of music from both of those albums today. In some ways, to me, this is the, it's kind of the last flowering of the Eddie Condon style of Dixieland. Dixieland is a term that people are trying to get away from for obvious reasons, but it's what they... Uh, the musicians, both black and white, uh, called the music that they played, at least at various times. Other terms are uh, traditional jazz, which is probably um, the second best term. New Orleans jazz really is too regional and carries too much uh, weight of style and sound and things like that. This was not New Orleans jazz. This was more swing-based music, as Eddie Condon's music was. Condon's style was uh, something that they called it. Now, Eddie Condon had died a number of years earlier, but as I said, this was kind of the last flowering. Uh, we have musicians like Bobby Hackett and uh, Vic Dickinson, Johnny Mintz, Clarence Hutchenreiter, uh, and some others that we'll, we'll talk about, who had been part of the New York jazz scene during those Condon years at uh, Jimmy Ryan's and Eddie Condon's and, and so forth in the 1940s and 50s. So we're going to start out with a few tunes from the 20s score again. And this was an album that used quite a few musicians. It had a big band, uh, although some of the recordings were done with small groups. And we're going to start out with one of those. This is the Jelly Roll Morton tune, Wolverine Blues, done, uh, as I said, in more of an Eddie Condon style. So eliminating uh, introduction and strain, a couple of strains and things like that. And the personnel here is the great Pee Wee Irwin on trumpet. Clarence Hutchenreiter on clarinet. He was uh, a mainstay of the Casaloma Orchestra in the 1930s and into the 40s. A very fine clarinet and baritone sax player as well. Uh, Al, or excuse me, Irby Green was on trombone, quite young at the time, but he had a, a sense of jazz history. He could fit in with a lot of different groups. We have Hank Jones, the wonderful bebop African American piano player who like will hear here. Art Ryerson on guitar. Richard Davis on bass, and Ted Summer on drums, and uh, this is Wolverine Blues. As I said, I'm not sure when the dates are for these recordings. I believe this particular recording, uh, the 20 score again, was the earlier of the two albums. I think it came out in about 1975, so it might have been recorded late in 74, something like that. So that's our first two, Wolverine Blues. Then we're going to go on to uh, another standard of this style, Someday Sweetheart, uh, which uh, will feature Bobby Hackett on cornet. This will also feature Max Kaminsky on trumpet. We're going to hear 
uh, all three of those trumpeters, Hackett, Kaminsky, and Pee Wee Irwin, on a tune coming up. But Someday Sweetheart has um, the very distinctive open style of Bobby Hackett's cornet and a little bit more um, incisive play, uh, style of playing by Max Kaminsky. Also Clarence Hutchin Rider again on clarinet and Herbie Green. And the same rhythm section, Hank Jones, uh, Art Ryerson, Richard Davis, and Ted Sommer. After that, we're going to hear a couple of tunes that are more of the big band style. China Boy, a great uh, popular tune from the 1920s. This uh, recording, or arrangement rather, is based on the uh, Red Nichols version uh, that we'll talk about uh, after the break. But this will feature um, a trumpet section of, uh, as I said, um, Bobby Hackett uh, in there, as well as Max Kaminsky and Pee Wee Earn. We'll untangle the soloists as we go. We're also going to hear Irby Green on trombone, joined by Al Gray and uh, Warren Covington. We're going to hear in the trumpet section Bernie Glow, Mel Davis, and Jimmy Maxwell. In the saxophone section, we're going to hear Toots Mondello on alto, uh, Clarence Hutchenrider on clarinet and alto, and Johnny Mintz on clarinet. He'll be taking the solo on this one. Uh, George Berg and Al Klink are on tenor sax. I don't know who plays baritone sax in here. It could well be Clarence Hutchenrider. And then we're going to hear the uh, same rhythm section. Hank Jones, Richard Davis, Art Ryerson, and Ted Sommer. And any other percussion effects or bells or chimes or what have you will be done by Phil Krause. So that's China Boy. After that, just about the same band uh, does the Sheik of Araby. And that will also feature Buddy Moreau on trombone instead of, uh, instead of Irby Green. And we'll also hear Max Kaminsky do the solo line on that on trumpet and Johnny Mintz. Then we're going to finish up that session with, uh, or that set, with Back Home Again in Indiana, featuring Johnny Mintz, Pee Wee Irwin, and Irby Green in the front line, featured against the big band. So those are our tunes uh, from the 20s. Score Again, the Bob Thiel and his new Happy Times Orchestra, Wolverine Blues, Someday Sweetheart, China Boy, the Sheik of Araby, and Back Home Again in Indiana.
Well, his last three recordings were rough transcriptions, I would have to say, of three Red Nichols recordings from 1929-1930 that featured people like Benny Goodman, Jack and Charlie Teagarden, Glenn Miller was in that band, uh, lots of different uh, characters who were with Red Nichols who later became quite prominent in the swing era. Joe Sullivan was on those as well. And we heard, uh, going backwards, Indiana, we heard Johnny Mintz on clarinet, Pee Wee Irwin on trumpet, and Irby Green on trombone. Before that, we heard uh, Sheik of Araby with a trombone duet between Al Gray and Buddy Moreau, Johnny Mintz again on clarinet, and Max Kaminsky doing an excellent trumpet solo on there. Uh, Kaminsky was still playing very well in the 70s. He lived up until, I think, the late 80s or early 90s, and he was still playing, but he was uh, he didn't lose much. He had a good good uh, lip at the time. Uh, Pee Wee Irwin sounded a little bit uh, rough on this date, and Bobby Hackett always played very uh, laid back and quiet, but he was playing extremely well, too. We started out that little mini part of the set with China Boy, featuring Irby Green on trombone, Johnny Mintz on clarinet, and uh, all three trumpets. And we heard in order Bobby Hackett, Pee Wee Irwin, and Max Kaminsky uh, soloing on that one chorus each. A good chance to compare and contrast their styles. We started out that uh, set with two smaller group uh, performances. Wolverine Blues featuring Pee Wee Irwin, Clarence Hutchin Ryder on clarinet, doing some very particular... Uh, uh, original clarinet work. Johnny Mintz had more of a Benny Goodman sound and a big swing feel. Clarence Hutchinrider had a little more of a personal sound. Uh, he used more more tonal uh, changes and growls and things like that. Uh, he was a, considered a, a stylist uh, to be emulated in the 1930s. A lot of his recordings with the uh, Casaloma band uh, feature him and were, were imitated by clarinet players. Uh, Albert Nicholas, the great New Orleans clarinet player, was very complimentary of Hutchinrider's playing. We also heard Irby Green on trombone on that one. And then we heard Someday Sweetheart, the second tune of that set, which really was a feature for Bobby Hackett on cornet, although Max Kaminsky took a couple of bridges on trumpet, and again, Hutchin Ryder and Irby Green. And the rhythm section for all of these was Hank Jones on piano, who gets a couple of good solos, Art Ryerson on guitar, Richard Davis on bass, and Ted Summer on drums. And these were all taken from the 20s score again, a... Um, Flying Dutchman LP, uh, now on CD, done by Bob Thiel and his New Happy Times Orchestra. So we're going to do two more tunes from that album before we switch over to the Bobby Hackett What a Wonderful World. Uh, these two are uh, a little bit different. The first one is a, a, a pretty well-scored-out tune uh, that was based on the Frank Trumbauer recording featuring Bix Beiderbeck of Singing the Blues. And on this, we hear the saxophone section featured with uh, Toots Mondello. We did a podcast on Toots Mondello a while back, one of the great lead alto players of the 30s and 40s, here still playing very well in the 1970s, uh, Clarence Hutchinrider and Johnny Mintz on alto saxes, possibly baritone sax in there, and Al Klink and George Berg on tenor saxes. And we will hear the Frank Trumbauer solo scored out for the saxophone section, and also the uh, uh, Bix Beiderbeck solo done by Bobby Hackett, and Hackett's first great influence was Bix Beiderbeck. A little bit of Johnny Mintz on clarinet there as well. Then we're going to hear a real out-and-out -out ballad performance by Bobby Hackett. This is uh, the uh, Irving Berlin tune, What'll I Do, which uh, really uh, features the best part of Bobby Hackett's playing. Just a beautiful sound and a wonderful uh, ballad and melodic conception. And uh, along the way, we'll hear a little bit by Warren Covington on trombone, playing with a beautiful lead trombone style, but in solo. So those are our two uh, to finish up the 20s score again. Then we're going to jump over 
to the album that I believe was about a year later, Bobby Hackett's What a Wonderful World. And we're going to hear uh, three tunes from that and then do the last set on that album as well. We're going to hear the old chestnut muskrat ramble by Kid Ori, and uh, this will feature Hackett along with uh, Hank Jones, Art Ryerson, Richard Davis, and Ted Sommer again. That's the house rhythm section. Johnny Mintz is on clarinet, and uh, I believe it's Irby Green on this one on trombone. We'll, uh, we'll hear. Vic Dickinson is also on these sides, and we'll hear him in solo as well. And then we have a big band that's similar to uh, the one we heard before playing backup with Toots Mondello, George Berg, uh, also Hank Freeman on alto sax. In the trumpet section, Jimmy Maxwell, Max Kaminsky, and Mel Davis. And the trombone section of Irby Green, Vic Dickinson, and Warren Covington. So that'll be Muskrat Ramble. Then we're going to go to the two vocal performances done by Teresa Brewer, who was, of course, a very popular singer in the late 50s and 1960s. She had a bit of a career renaissance going in the early 70s, I guess partly due to the um, ministrations of Bob Thiel. And she was reinvented as sort of a jazz singer, certainly a 1920s singer. Um, She did another album on... um, uh, Flying Dutchman of the songs of De Silva Brown and Henderson called Great Day. We should maybe put some of those on as well in a little while. But the tunes we're going to hear are My Melancholy Baby, complete with verse, featuring also a lovely Bobby Hackett solo, and then a curiosity, a version of the South Rampart Street Parade by Ray Baduke and Bob Haggard, but a vocal version. The words were written by Steve Allen, the comedian and uh, musician, and Teresa Brewer is featured throughout, singing words to the whole band arrangement. So those are our tunes for this set. From the 20 score again, we're going to hear Singing the Blues and What'll I Do, and from What a Wonderful World, Muskrat Ramble, Melancholy Baby, and the South Rampart Street Parade.
sweetheart mine, don't sit and pine. Tell me of the cares that make you feel so blue. What have I done? Answer me, hon. Have I ever said an unkind word to you? My love is true, and just for you, I'd do almost anything at any time. Dear, when you sigh, or when you cry, something seems to grip this very heart of mine. Come to me, my melancholy baby. Cuddle up and don't be blue. Everybody. 
Rousers by Teresa Brewer, who is not really known as a rhythm singer, but she certainly did a good job on that South Rampart Street Parade. Quite a few words in there, with a little uh, Bobby Hackett solo in the midst as well. So before that, we heard a lovely ballad performance of Melancholy Baby, featuring, again, Bobby Hackett with Teresa Brewer, and some nice big band arrangements. The arrangements were done by Glenn Osser in this case, and uh, I mentioned the uh, personnel of the band in the last, uh, last uh, verbal segment, I guess. So we started out uh, that set with the last two tunes I picked from the 20s, uh, score again, and we heard Singin' the Blues and What'll I Do. Singin' the Blues, of course, uh, from the Bix Beiderbeck and Frank Trombauer version. The uh, Trombauer solo was scored out for the whole saxophone section, and the Bix solo was done, at least the first half, by Bobby Hackett, with the uh, rest of the brass coming in for the second half. A little Johnny Mintz solo there as well. And then What'll I Do, which was almost entirely Bobby Hackett, with uh, some ensemble and a little short solo by Warren Covington on trombone. Right in the middle of that set, we had the jazz uh, evergreen Muskrat Ramble, and indeed it was Vic Dickinson playing trombone on that, uh, along with Johnny Mintz on clarinet and Bobby Hackett on cornet, and a uh, little big band backing, as well as the rhythm section of Hank Jones, Art Ryerson, uh, Richard Davis, and Ted Summer. So we have one more set of tunes that are going to be coming to us uh, through that Wonderful World, What a Wonderful World album on Flying Dutchman. I should mention that uh, album I had mentioned earlier that Teresa Brewer did on Flying Dutchman of the songs of De Silva, Brown, and Henderson was called Great Day, and it actually featured the world's greatest jazz band, so we may have to put that on a podcast coming up. Similar, similar in vibe to this one in about the same time as well. So the last three tunes we're going to play, might even slip in a fourth one if we have time, uh, we're going to hear Love is Just Around the Corner, which was the first tune recorded for the Commodore record label. It was an Eddie Condon band that featured uh, Jack T. Actually, it featured um, uh, 
George Brunus, I think, on that one, but Pee Wee Russell was the real feature, taking two choruses. We're going to hear a somewhat longish version of this, about four and a half minutes, and it will also feature uh, Clarence Hutchinrider, who is on this album as well, along with... Uh, uh, Bobby Hackett uh, on trumpet, the uh, rhythm section we talked about, and both Irby Green and Vic Dickinson on trombone. Then we're going to hear the title track from the album, which is just a, an introduction, a single chorus, and a coda on a tune composed by the producer and erstwhile band leader Bob Thiel. This is What a Wonderful World, which of course had been a hit for Louis Armstrong in the 19, uh, early 1970s, late 1960s, and uh, became a posthumous hit through the movie Good Morning Vietnam uh, for Louis Armstrong. But this to my way of thinking, is really the loveliest recording of this. This shows off Bobby Hackett at his absolute best and features a short Johnny Mintz solo in the middle, but otherwise all Hackett. Then we're going to finish up with another jazz standard, a perennial, That's a Plenty, with Bobby Hackett and Vic Dickinson and Johnny Mintz in the front line and the standard rhythm section of Jones, uh, Ryerson, Davis, and Summer. And that'll be our program, unless we have time to stick another in, but we'll see about that. So, you uh, can sit back and listen to some very fine late-period Bobby Hackett. He, at the time, was... Uh, playing a lot of gigs, both in New York at the Roosevelt Grill, but also doing summers on Cape Cod. Uh, he lived on Cape Cod in Massachusetts in the summers and uh, played with a lot of groups in that area. He had a regular gig uh, playing with a banjo band, actually, um, that uh, I have some tapes of. Someday we may put those on a podcast as well. But he was playing extremely well up to the end. He died in June of 1976 of a variety of causes. Uh, but uh, his playing never, uh, never really suffered, really an exceptional player in every way. So here is our last set. Love is just around the corner. What a wonderful world. And that's a plenty.
That was Bobby Hackett and his jazz band, as I said, kind of the last hurrah of the Eddie Condon style of Dixieland or traditional jazz. We heard, in order, Love is Just Around the Corner, What a Wonderful World, and That's a Plenty. And uh, for Love is Just Around the Corner, we heard a fine trombone solo by Irby Green, as well as uh, Clarence Hutchenrider on clarinet and Bobby Hackett on cornet. Uh, for What a Wonderful World, as I said, just a beautiful, characteristic ballad performance by Bobby Hackett. Just one chorus. Johnny Mince plays the bridge on clarinet, but uh, just lovely tone and phrasing. And then we finished up with That's a Plenty, which in addition to uh, Bobby Hackett and Johnny Mintz, Vic Dickinson was on trombone, and we heard a piano solo by Hank Jones as well. So that was our uh, tribute to that album, What a Wonderful World, out on Flying Dutchman under the uh, aegis of Bob Thiel in about 1974-1975. Some excellent playing on there. Hope you've enjoyed this program. This is the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you're interested in sponsoring us at some point as well. Lots of music on the shelf to come out so uh, hopefully we'll be doing these programs for quite a while so hope you're enjoying them please feel free to contact me on my social media my band name wolverine jazz band so wolverinejazzband.net or wolverine jazz band on facebook and instagram love to hear from you other program ideas as well so thank you very much and i'll see you on the other side